episode is sponsored by Millibooks. Search for author Erica Deary in your favorite online bookstore. Color is a power which directly influences the soul. Vasily Kandinsky. Hi everyone, welcome to the Bilingual Book Club. I am Erica Deary and I am so excited because this is our very first episode ever. And today I will be interviewing author Marcella Klinsizuk and we will be talking about her book, What is Your Favorite Color? Or in Espanol, ¿Cuál es tu color favorito? Marcela was born and raised in Queens, New York to Colombian parents. She graduated cum laude with a degree in hospitality management and a minor in business administration. She worked in a luxury boutique hotel for 16 years before finally dedicating her time to writing children's books. Writing for children has been one of her dreams since the age of 13, when a book she wrote for an English class assignment was selected to be part of her school district's book making contest. Having always been surrounded by diverse ethnicities and being repeatedly told by her mom how important education is, she tries to incorporate the two into her children's books. Although nowadays, her two young children have been giving her fun ideas as well. Her dream is to educate and inspire children through her books and also put a smile on their faces. She believes they truly are our future and deserve all the best from the very beginning. Marcella now lives in Long Island, New York with her teacher husband, Thai in-laws, and of course, her two energetic children. Marcella, welcome to the club. Thank you very much, Erica. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Just starting a Saturday morning here in Melbourne, Australia. Nice. Um, so tell me a little bit about you and how did you get into writing children's books? Okay. Um, I have two young children now, so they've definitely been an inspiration, but I have had an interest in becoming a children's book author since I was younger. I just didn't see it as something feasible. So I did um, opt for a career, um, as you mentioned, in hospitality and tourism. Um, as I enjoy learning about people's cultures and their countries and their languages. So I've always had an interest in that. Um, because of the pandemic, I did lose my job. So I did have that free time to maybe go back to that childhood dream in writing children's books. And so I started learning about how to self-publish and the steps to take to have a book out there in the world, if you will. And um, I have been fortunate enough to now have two books out and um, I do plan to make others. So we'll see where we go. It's just so exciting that you can come up with something in your mind and then it becomes a physical thing. I just- It's awesome. Yes, yes, um, it's great. So where did the idea for this book came from? My, I wrote that I want to say now closer to two years ago, I want to say, and I actually had just written it just to write it while I was at work. And my daughter, I think at the time was probably either like in preschool, kindergarten. So I was kind of seeing like what they were learning in school. Um, and I got the idea of just making this concept book, right? Of colors. Um, and if you read the book, there's a little bit of repetition in it. And then, you know, there's examples of each color that's there. So it did start off mostly as something I would like my kids to read and, you know, learn something from it. And funny enough, I didn't 
make it bilingual until almost like right before I sent it to, to be illustrated and formatted. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> why does it just have to be in English? I can so easily make this in Spanish. And I've been so surprised on the feedback I've gotten, you know, from the, I guess, Spanish speaking community, if you will, or just others who want to teach their children another language, you know, be it Spanish. Um, and just the demand that there is for bilingual books, right? Um, as a Spanish speaker in my household, I, own, I am the only Spanish speaker at my home. So it's been pretty hard to be consistent with my kids in terms of speaking Spanish to them because I would love for them to be bilingual. Um, so I'm very happy that I did make it bilingual and they enjoy it. Even though my younger one may not be able to read yet, they've kind of memorized the book a little bit. So they've learned the colors in Spanish, which is good, <laughs> you know, and, um, it, it kind of gave me the idea to maybe continue and possibly make it into some kind of series in terms of kind of like the similar format. So in this one, it's obviously about colors. So I was thinking, and this is the first time I'm letting anybody know, but I was thinking of maybe making it into like, uh, like a series. So like, for example, another book could be, what is your favorite sport? ¿Cuál es tu deporte favorito? And then kind of have like that same format and, you know, show them different sports and different items that pertain to each sport. You know, my thing is that I want kids to be aware of their surroundings um, to see the beauty around us, you know, and I don't want to make anything so like, I don't know if this is the right word, like fantastical, like, mm. you know, like real stuff, you know what I mean? So yeah. I want them to be more observant of their everyday, of their nature, of the, the things around them. So in the books, I try to use items that I guess most kids would come across during their childhood lifetime. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like if they're walking on the street, you know, they'll see something maybe that's in the book and then they can point it out and say the, the word for it, you know, even if it's just the color, but it's something. Right? Yeah. And I love how that relatable is because um, when what I liked about your book is that you almost broke the fourth wall. Like when I was reading it with my kids, my seven-year-old was reading it to, to us and, and I've got a four-year-old and um, you know, she was reading it um, in English because she's learning how to read. She's in grade two. And um, I think she was kind of um, hoping to see her actual favorite color here. So okay. my kids are like, oh, my God, when is blue going to come? Is it going to oh, be? Oh, my so God. They <laughs> were so stressed. And it's like, oh, but maybe pink is going to be first. I don't know. And they were so excited about that. And just looking at their reaction um, and when finally their favorite color came up they were like so excited so something i noticed and, and reading to bio it definitely reflects um you have in your illustrations children with different skin colors different hair colors different eye color um was yeah. that a deliberate approach from oh, you yeah. reflecting uh, and you also have a good balance of boys and girls i love that yes, uh, yes. They yeah. kind of alternate, I think, for the most part. But yeah, I, I did want to show diversity. The, look, when people think of Latin Americans or Hispanic or South American, Central Americans, maybe I'm wrong. Most people think more of like the tanner skin um, 
person, right? My sister's a little bit more tan. For me, for people to think that I was South American by, you know, ethnicity, hardly ever, right? Because I'm more fair-skinned, right? And so a lot of people would be shocked whenever I would speak Spanish to them or know that my family is from Colombia. So with the book, in terms of diversity, you can see there's a range of skin tones, of hair types, you know? So I wanted to show that diversity in the children within the book so that hopefully whatever child is reading the book, they can relate to at least one of, of the characters of the children in the book, within the book. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I think um, diversity is one of those things that we are having more awareness about that because yeah. I definitely believe that um, you can't be what you can't see. So if kids can see themselves represented in books as a, at a very young age, that is mm -hmm. going to be such a good thing for them. Um, uh, are there any activities that uh, you recommend or that you've seen maybe parents or teachers or Spanish um, playgroups uh, do with your book that could be fun for people to try at home? Of course. Um, one, I think, easy and fun one that I have honestly yet to try with my own kids, um, it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. So the adult or the parent at home can say a color in Spanish and then have the child try to find an object of that color just to test their knowledge if they do know what each color means. Um, so I thought that was a pretty uh, fun idea. Um, I do have a little worksheet that I created that you guys can find on my Linktree website. Um, it's kind of like a matching game. So I have the, the words written out not colored, just the word in Spanish, and then um, like an object per each color from the book itself. And then they would match it according. So the color of the word to the item matching um, that color. Um, along the same lines, like I was saying earlier, if you go outside, little stroll, driving, whatever, you can just practice, you know, with the children, like, okay, what color is that? You know, and you just point over to something, what color is that car? You know, I don't know, just little things like that. I think um, the adult is such an important part with with the child to to learn. Like it's kind of like a two way street. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You have to don't give it don't give it all to them. I guess kind of like test them, do like little games with them. You know, to see what they have learned. You know, and just kind of put it like to the test and. Um, but I think the scavenger hunt one is pretty fun. I know my kids enjoy scavenger hunts in general. <laughs> yeah, so, I think my kids would love that too. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you just like sometimes even for bedtime, like I'll try to practice Spanish with my kids sometimes. So like I'll tell my boy, okay, de qué color es la cortina? What color is the curtain? You know, de qué color es la cobija? What color is the blanket? Things like that, you know, and you'll see him thinking and thinking. And then if he doesn't know it, I'll kind of start off the word and then he'll finish it off, you know? So it's like little things like that. And it's just practice. Like I said, just repetition, I think, you know, is something that we've come to understand um, with kids or with anybody repetition repetition you just do it over and over and hopefully you'll just stick points <laughs> yeah right so yeah so I, I sometimes i do that at that time when i want to practice spanish with them 
That's like the only time they'll give me their attention because during the day they don't, you know, they're doing like, their own thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't want to be learning. <laughs> yeah. I find like if my kids smell a hint of me trying to teach them, they'll be like, not interested. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> Very short <laughs> attention span there. <laughs> yeah. And my, my little one, she knows the colors, uh, but then sometimes her sister helps her. So she'll go and whisper it to her. So I'm like, well, I think. Oh, yeah. They are healthy exactly. and you said you have a seven and a four-year-old uh, yeah yeah same as me my daughter will be seven in a few weeks and my little boy's four and a half so my daughter does understand a lot more than my son you know and um so yeah she'll try to help him out and give him the little hints also or she'll get up ups not upset but like i'll focus more on teaching my son and right. she'll want to give me the answer and i'm like I know you know. Let me check if Kyler knows, you know, because she's so eager because she knows the answer. And, and it makes me happy that she knows the answer, you know, to what I'm asking. Um, and it's cute to see her try to help her brother, but I feel bad. Maybe because he's still very young, but he'll get frustrated and he'll get upset and he'll just kind of like throw the towel and say, I don't know it. I don't know it, you know, but we're all learning, right? Yeah, we're all learning exactly. about how to figure this out. Um, and like I said, I'm the only Spanish speaker in the house, so it is a little bit hard for me um, to do that because my in-laws, my husband, they all speak to them in English, even though I, in an ideal world, my children would be trilingual. They would speak English, Spanish, and Thai, right? But um, we'll stick with the Spanish for now, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> that's on top of parenting, right? So it's yes, yes. quite a lot. Uh, we, I noticed that uh, you've published under Lion and Archer books. Um, why is that name? So when I took one of the self-publishing courses, they kept saying not to come up with a publishing name using your own name, yeah. right? Because it's like a dead giveaway that you're self-published. Um, so I'm like, okay, time to get creative here. I'm like, what should I, what should I come up with? And I jotted down a few ideas. I wanted to maybe somehow incorporate my children into it and so the best way for me was to incorporate their zodiac signs <laughs> so my daughter uh her birthday's in july so she's a leo and which is represented by the lion and my son like me we're sagittarius which is represented by the archer so that's where i got the lion and archer book so that's my oh, little homage or whatever to my kids it's like okay they're there. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And because it's not super obvious. And I'm also Sagittarius. So. Yeah. I don't think I'm having more kids. So we're good. <laughs> I yeah, just have to <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to have to change the name and add another one. <laughs> you have to change it. Yes, they're all over. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. And um, thank you for having me, Erica. This, this is awesome. This is my first time, too. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're both learning, as we've said. So where can people find you and your books? And everything you do online yeah of course um the, the easiest one for me would be um instagram i think that's my main one and for instagram um it's lion and archer books with a period between each word so it's lion dot and dot archer dot books um facebook just lion and archer books as well and um my website it's through linktree same thing lion and archer book so i'm pretty consistent there and maybe easier one where you can kind of find everything <laughs> just google my name because i doubt there's another marcella quincy souk out there you type in my name you'll see all the links to the books to any author pages of mine 
Um, and the books can be found obviously on Amazon. I was doing some research um, earlier. Uh, are you familiar with Booktopia? Is that yes. in Australia? Yeah, yeah, so it's, Australia, yeah. yeah, so it's a search and it's on there as well. Um, but here, like in the States, you have Walmart, Target, uh, Barnes and Noble, I think Waterstones, which is in the UK. Um, you have IndieBound, you have Books a Million, um, and also another indie um, bookstore, I think, uh, in California. It's Mija Books or Mija Books. I don't know if some of you are familiar with that. That's M-I-J-A. And um, I mean, there it's pretty much world worldwide at this point, obviously online, um, bookshop.org also. And from my understanding, you can even request to have the book um, at your local library. Like if I doubt they'll have them, but if you actually go to the local library, you can probably even request it and they may be able to order them for you. Yeah, that's true. Some, some local libraries, and I think in California they do, and I think at least our local library here in Melbourne, mm -hmm. there's a form and you can say, this is a book I want, this is a ISBN. And right. They might get it, they might not, but they'll let you know once it's there. So it's, exactly. a, it's a really good exactly. book. Yeah. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you again. Bye. Bye-bye.